That Album Podcast. Album-oriented rock format. Hosted by Shade. International music coverage of rock. Hot drops played in local music scenes. The street-level opinion of music you should hear. We all need some real rock and roll in our lives. That Album is an independent Canadian broadcast bringing the best of unsigned, underground, independent rock to you. Enjoy. I am Shay, and this is That Album Podcast. We now air on our primary channel, The Buzzer Podcast, on Air Indie, from iPad to yours, over the airways. Tonight is Banger Rock and Roll with co-host Charlie Aiken. We're going to chat with guitarist Nathan Pope and discuss his debut album, Waiting There For Me, jam-packed powerhouse of blues rock it's incredible a lot of talent behind the album you're going to enjoy the show we're starting the show with crypto's lullaby it's a song after his dog it's an incredible song enjoy Welcome to the Buzzer Podcast and that album show with Charlie Aiken. Tonight, we have Nathan Pope on the show. 
Hey, Nathan. Hey, what's up? Hey, Nathan. Glad to see you. Yeah, you too. Yeah, it's great. We spun Crypto's Lullaby before the show. Honestly, I almost started to cry when I saw the video. That one was hard. Oh, my God. I'm sorry (laughs) that your friend passed away. That's a beautiful song. Yep. Yeah, that was a that one was a hard one to cut. Um, that was like two days before I I won the Dallas competition too, but oh, wow. I, I moved all of my studio stuff from my bedroom into the living room, and he was laying in there, and I knew what I wanted the song to be, but I that was just like one of those moments where I was like I got to do this, and uh, hit hit record, did one take with the video. There was no two takes, no two take video. Everything was one take. Wow. Yeah. But in the video, it says that you you taped something to him, or you put something. I on. had a microphone on the guitar and had a microphone on the dog. Oh, so you can hear his breathing for the entire I, song. I I thought so, but I wasn't sure. Yep. Yep. Oh my god, that's amazing. Yep. So he couldn't move out of the living room, which is why you moved your gear to the living yeah, room, Nathan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, his legs yeah. had gone by that point, so. I oh wow. Okay. That okay. Yep. So you've been on the show before. Yep. And uh, this is the first time you've had Charlie. Charlie is a rock and roller out of uh, BC, gotcha. Vancouver Island. Sorry. A little paradise <laughs> in Canada that nobody yeah. knows about, maybe. <laughs> uh, with our shoes. So he's going to want to hear and talk about your guitar skills. Yeah. I, I see that you're up. Uh, again for the Carolina Music Awards. Yep, yep, yep. Best rock artist. Wow, yep. nicely done. Yep, I'm excited. So I watched some of your YouTube. Crossed. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how, how old are you, Nathan? I'm 19 now. Okay. Wow. Yep. Nice. Yep. Did you try the favor and tell them a bit uh, about your your grandma introduced you to sure. music? You're the first ever, other than her, to pick yeah. up a guitar. Yeah. Right? Yep. I got it right. Yep. Yep. When uh when <laughs> yeah. I was when I was two, she gave me that tiny little red first act guitar for Christmas. And by four, I was picking out actually funny enough, the blue on black on my album. That was the very first song I ever taught myself. Oh wow. wow. That's really? that's a tough song. So, so well yeah. done. Yep. We're gonna be hearing it during the show. Yep. During the show, so tell us what you've been up to since uh, we last spoke on the air. Yeah. You had you did uh, the album that's mm-hmm. just been out. Yep. Uh, waiting there for me. Always love your the lyrical um, yep. take on everything. Yep. Uh, but there, you're with some pretty heavy hitters on that album. Yeah, yeah. It was, and it was like. I put inside the the inside of the album, you know, I did all the album artwork and um, in the in the little message I left on the inside, it was like this album is essentially a whole bunch of coincidences that aren't coincidences. I think I told you at the end of the last time we did the show that I was, you know, going to re- record with Kenny Aronoff. And um, after that, um, you know, I'd started working on the rest of the songs. I'd, you know, at that point, I'd, I committed to the fact that I wanted to do a full album uh, with 12 songs. And um, it just got weirder and weirder. These things kept happening. And uh, eventually the same guy that got me in the studio with Kenny, um, I can't say anything about him. He won't let me. Um, But 
it all I can say is it had something to do with where my mom works, and it's technically like what you could consider her supervisor. That's not saying too much, hopefully. And um, he comes in there <laughs> okay. one day. He comes in there one day asking, you know, how it went, you know, with um, with uh, with Kenny, and um, you know, whatever. And mom's like, but you know, there's also this other drummer he's wanted since he was. And um, and we talked about how it was, you know, Joe Bonamassa's drummer from like 2009, that era. Um, and he's like, oh, yeah, I have a, a guy that went to high school or college with him and did drugs with him and all that. And I was like, all right, well, cool. And um, <laughs> and then next thing I knew, this March, I met my absolute favorite drummer in the world. Um, and never, never in my life could I have thought that I'd called him a friend. It, it still blows my mind. And um, but he he played on the uh, Joe Bonamassa 2009 Roy Albert Hall DVD, which is where what really got me started in music. That was like the okay, this is cool moment. And uh, the first two songs on that DVD um, that that Joe had uh, at the end of our session that day, uh, me and Bogey, Joe's old drummer, I got to play those with him for the first time. He hadn't played him in like 12 years. And, oh. uh, and I got to do that. But yeah, so working, you know, worked on those songs. I also had another one of Bonamassa's drummers, Todd Bergman, on the album. Really nice guy as well. And I wanted to get Kenny Wynn Shepherd on Blue and Black so bad, but I couldn't I couldn't get it to happen. Um, wow. But that, that would have been cool. Um, but it was... I ended up recording everything in the studio, right? But I ended up, like 90% of the album is actually the takes from the demos at home. Most wow. of the yeah, it was impressive. it was almost a waste of two months. Um, and Man. then the very last day of mixing, I pretty much scrapped everything and remixed it uh, with no sleep, and then sent it off to uh to Greg from Sterling Sounds and and had it mastered. But it, it was it was from pretty much February late January to the beginning of May. You know, awake for sixteen hours. You know, just or sometimes two days, whatever, and sleep for minimum. Uh, but it, it turned out to be worth it. Uh, we, I got the album. I got all the rest of the album. It, it got you know distributed, whatever, literally within 24 hours of release date. It was so close. So what made you decide to do Blue on Black by Winnie, Kenny Wayne? Because you know Kenny Wayne? Or? I somewhat, not really, not personally per se. Uh, met him once, and then I did a Zoom call, deal with him on his Facebook live stream. That okay. he did one time and I, I was kind of like a guest on there. Right. Um, but no, like that was the very that was the very first song that I listened to growing up. It was it was Blue and Black and Slow Ride. And my mom had this zero turn lawnmower. And like when I was two, I would hop up on there with the iPod Nano or whatever at the time, whatever was cool, and uh had headphones in and I'd listen to those two songs on repeat. <laughs> at two. Great. Yeah, at two. Yes, at two. Oh my god, you were definitely definitely a rock influence there, I'd say. Yes. Wow. Well, we're going to yeah. listen we're going to listen to the track now and talk a bit about it when we get back.
You're incredible. Incredible. Uh, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Song there. Incredible. It's just intoxicating. I yep, love the way uh, I love your approach. It's way different. <laughs> it yeah, is it's a, definitely it is a way different approach a, to the song. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, you've done a good job. And it was on accident. That was actually I had recorded that like probably I think it was June. No, yeah, it was late June of 2020. And I, I just did that as a fun cover. Like I that was just, you know, I have probably a hundred covers, you know, through my song files on my on my music computer that I do just for fun. And that was like for some reason it just I realized it's like, why does this sound really good? And then from there I redid most of the guitars. But all those vocals were actually from the original demo in 2020. Wow. Really? Yeah. That's incredible. Yep. Incredible. I mean, Blue and Black's one of my favorite songs. It's yep. a, you know, so I I instantly had a you know warm spot because it's yep. uh I just love personally that song as well. Yep. You know, and it's yep. just such an impactive song, it is. right? You know, it is. especially when you start to understand the lyrics. The lyrics. What that's really what's mean, the lyrics. Right? Are genius. The chorus. <laughs> right? The lyrics are so genius because yeah, they when are. you think about it, Blue on Black. I mean, it, it yeah, it's so genius. Yeah, it is absolutely incredible. I agree. Yep. So. <clears throat> It's part of a bigger album. Yep. Right. So tell us about the rest of the album. Um, they're all the the entire album is none of the songs have random lyrics and none of the songs have random names. They are all basically the album is from the beginning of my life to where I am now in the future, all in one. And uh, um, oh songs, God. you know, they all they all have a, essentially either a future related thing or something that's already happened or is happening was happening at that point uh, in my life um like for instance doom i can't get into too much stuff but that actually was a song about um some family members that were horrible to say the least um the one was a song about a person about a year ago that that ended up coming in my life that i totally didn't expect and um kind of flipped me upside down and kind of gave me a new perspective and, and helped me grow um ain't worth fighting for i can't say because i'll get canceled oh. uh, but that's a really good one <laughs> okay. I, would, I would absolutely get canceled for that one waiting there for me is about my grandma that that was the the goal from pretty much the time i finished my last album like the first one i made and um but that one is it kind of just a it it's a song from start to beginning of me and my grandma's relationship where it started what she did and uh but oh she was stoked the piano she played on that was actually a piano that james brown like beat the snot out of all the ends of the keys had been beat to death by his rings chipped the piano was out of tune and uh, but she was oh she was you know her she was so excited to play on james brown's piano that was like her her thing there yeah um I bet. yeah all the songs yeah. have have serious meaning to them there's not there is not a single line in that album that does not have a meaning Wow. I I know this is completely out of context, son, and you may be insulted, but when you were talking about the album, it almost reminded me of the Awesome Brothers, The Plan. Oh. Well, because it was intentional. Yeah. 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 That, that, like, I'm not talking in terms yep. of religion. Yep. In terms of, I'm talking yep. about the intention yep. of the, I was a Mormon at one time. Okay. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> disclosure. I uh, but I uh, the uh you know, the intentional lyrics and the yep. the uh personal journey and yep. it's really cool. Yep. Really cool. So get go back a bit. Your grandmother 
was yeah. actually doing the keys on that track she did she did keys and and some vocals in there and um, wow and it was interesting my grandma's a hoot um to say the least uh i won't expose her anyway um but she is an absolute hoot for her age and i can't say her age or she'd kill me but um <laughs> we had wrote the i'd i'd been there um i was i was at her house a couple months before we we'd cut the song and um at the time i i'd kind of been going through a really rough time um and you know i'd, I'd lost somebody that i knew that was really close to me and um and we wrote the lyrics that day and i kept the paper there and it's like granny don't forget the paper well you know she drives down from where she lives to us and we go to the studio to record it and she forgot the paper and <laughs> lucky uh -huh. me i had you know just in that moment somehow some way managed to remember those lyrics yeah wow. she did uh, she did keys and vocals on there and um we had a lot of it took it took a lot of takes um just because it she's never played through headphones she's never done studio stuff she was nervous but it was a lot of fun we we have so many funny bloopers from takes messing up lyrics but it, me and her both messing up lyrics playing the wrong key stopping starting it was it was a lot of fun that's incredible it's almost like a, a full circle because your grandma's the one that started your journey yeah exactly hello yep it's incredible so what are you up to i see that on facebook you started a new facebook group i love yep. the names yep. i'm yep. part of it but i forget yep. the i forget it street street, street gang team. Street, street team. team. So street teams street are team. basically that they've been around for years, but they artists basically have these street teams, and they'll get you like front row tickets and stuff if you go promote them before the show. And it's like how a lot of artists do meet and greets. Is you know, some artists do pay, but a lot of artists do street team. So you you know hand out flyers, do all that stuff, then let the uh, the manager know, and then they'll get you like a meet and greet or whatever. But for us, we just do it. You know, we we give them incentives like free CDs, T-shirts, new songs, stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. No, I, I, I'm Very. familiar with the term, but I'd be honest with you, unless I'm completely out of it, I haven't seen it done on socials, not on no. Facebook. No, it's very rare. Yep. Ah. So what's up in the future, Nathan? Um, right now, trying to find a, um, a booking agent has been the main thing. I want to stay, you know, I've started my own label. I want to stay under my own label. I'm never swapping on that i would want to own my songs because i wrote my songs they're my songs they're like children you don't want to get rid of your children yes um, so you're so, the publisher uh as well yeah yep publisher um label and uh you know we i've already got management side of things um but i just need at this point somebody to to get me get me shows but we've really just kind of been pounding on promoting the album and it's working really well um i've got so much stuff i can't I don't know if I'm allowed to say or not that, you know, my mom had told me today. Um, but like I've, I've been sending CDs and doing radio stuff everywhere. France was like the latest one that I found out. I think I'm doing something, uh, something with someone in France. But yeah, we've had orders from everywhere and, and companies and, um, and radio shows. So it's, it's been going really, really well. That's awesome. And this, uh, can you give uh, recognition to your management or um at the moment it is pretty much just me and my mother wow but it works so it's all but it's all the music <laughs> it, at the end of the day it's it, it works because 
if we can get a booking agent, nobody needs to know my mom is my manager at that point. And so she can handle that side of things, just working on that. And then we have a booking because that takes a massive load off of her. And then all I got to basically my goal is I just want to be able to get up on stage play. <laughs> That's all I want to worry about. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, yeah, and, and yeah. parents have been involved before in, in uh, people's careers, right? As well. You Plenty. Know, and David, dude, David Grohl's Only mom. one bad one that we know of, right? Brittany. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, David Grohl's mom, you know, Foo Fighters, I mean, yeah. she seriously helped him out. Yeah, big time. Yeah, so it's not, that's not a bad thing. So you don't need to worry about that. No, it's not oh, it keeps me from thing. keeps me from paying a whole bunch of money. That's <laughs> so yeah. I'm not complaining. And are you stronger in other countries other than the U.S. or it's pretty much? It's level? pretty much. It's it's pretty much U.S. I want to try and get more into Europe, um, but it's just kind of a matter at this point of getting it in front of more people. But you know, since since the France thing, we've had a couple of pretty crazy stuff in europe that we've we've been uh, notified about germany is a really good market mm -hmm. especially for rock gotcha. right yeah right? it is yeah and brazil yeah oh that's right brazil that's where we've been shocked the most that's right um my most of my viewers are u.s but like i think it was spotify specifically we had like a huge surge in in brazil which was wild. Yeah, they they really get behind uh, rock. They they're, do. They are true. They're yeah, still the class. That they are really the the, uh, the forefront of things. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. You never know. A lot of bands do their first tour internationally. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. should look into that, hon. Yeah. So, where's yeah. the best place to hang out with you on Facebook? Facebook right now. Yeah, that's that's if you want the quickest response or the the fastest way to get the news about what I'm doing earlier, then yeah, Facebook is definitely the way to go. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. Well, thank you for coming on to the show. It was Absolutely. really great to get an update. You have an incredible album. Thank and you. we're going to leave our fans, your fans, <laughs> uh, with, I don't know how to say it. It's called slow. Slow. It's called slow. But yep. What is oh. it with your generation misspelling? So? <laughs> okay. So it's slow. S-L-X-W. Yep. Incredible. Right. Love it. Love it. Awesome. Yes. Thanks, Thanks so Nathan. Absolutely been great yep thank you guys so much
And that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning into the show. Sponsored by The Buzzer Media. Thank you to the artists who share their music. Our shows wouldn't happen without their music. Subscribe at thebuzzerpod.com. Fans and artists can submit their request to Shay at thebuzzroll.com. Until next time, cheers. Cheers.